1: We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on signing day number two for college football. Michigan State had some action, Michigan a little today. We'll get an update from Jim Comperoni, SpartMeg.com. Before the bottom of the hour in a few minutes, Zach Libby, recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com, will join us. Shout out, somebody who signed a letter of intent today. You can drop that on air on the Mercantile Bank. Listener line, 1-866-838-4843. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, I also was updating Grand Valley State University's 2024 recruiting class earlier. Just wanted to hit a few names from the state of Michigan that were at the end of the list. It's alphabetical order, not in any preference order. Uh, Andrew Schuster, a QB, 6'1", 200 out of Macomb, Michigan, Chippewa Valley High School. Anthony Scott, linebacker, 6'2", 200 from Roseville, Michigan. He signed on to play at Grand Valley State University. Ryer Snow, a linebacker, 6'2", 200 from Grand Rapids, West Catholic. Played for Landon Grove, former Ferris player, great coach. Looking forward to my son, Ace, and Ada Forest Hills Eastern are in the new football-only conference with West Catholic, and we will play them at home uh, this fall. That should be a good one. Congrats to Ryer Snow. I think his dad or family member dropped me a note earlier. We were going to get to him. West Catholic had an awesome team last year. Uh, Arjan Thompson, running back 5'11", 190 from Livonia Stevenson. He also committed and signed on to play at Grand Valley State. And two guys who I've seen through my son's games, What I think we played them three, four times. Uh, Danny Brown has a great high school football program at Grand Rapids South Christian. Cam Van Sokoma, 6'1", 280. Played at South Christian all four years. A stud. Him and my son had some wars on the line. They were so cool to watch and a good guy. Uh, Cam has committed to Grand Valley State. He had offers from Central, Western, Eastern, decided he wanted to play at Grand Valley. And then this guy, Jake Vermas, I watched him last night. Grand Rapids South Christian played eight of Forest Hills Eastern and hoops. Jake is one of the better receivers I've ever seen in high school. I, I truly believe he was a D1 talent in football. And maybe because he's five eleven. He's not a big dude. Even though he's bumped up his weight. I saw him last night. He won schools. He's just a winner. He makes big plays. He killed us in their second round playoff game at Four Hills Eastern with like four catches from Carson Vis, who's an unbelievable quarterback who threw for what, like four thirty in the state championship game that they lost on the final play, they were at the three of Harper Woods. And Vermas is just a winner. Every team he's on, he's just a winner. And I don't know how any D1 school, one look at him in Grand Valley, got a kid who I believe will be a star at Grand Rapids, or from Grand Rapids South, Christian Jake Vermos. And he's got a swagger to him. He's cocky. You know, I believe in this. You can talk some smack if you can back it up. You can talk smack if you can back it up. And I'm talking there's sports smack and there's below the belt smack. And his smack is just, he likes to get in your head. Uh, Hoops, football. And (laughs) you can go back, if you ever watch the final drive, last two and a half minutes, Grand Rapids South Christian, Vista Vermas, except they didn't go to him on the last fourth and what, nine for the winning score, less than 30 seconds, which is a good play call. But Blackwire, their offensive coordinator. Yeah, I wish Jake and Cam, just good dudes. And I've had a chance to talk to Cam. I've just watched Jake from a distance. Stud. Winner. I want to recruit winners if I'm a coach. Winner, winner. You know, one thing with Jake and Cam from Grand Rapids south Christian and all of these kids I'm talking about from across the state, and I'm not playing Homer because we're in West Michigan, but I'm telling you the evolution of high school football players from West Michigan signing on with D3, D2, NAIA, FCS, and D1 programs, just going through and sharing the tweets today. It's growing. And I'm telling you a big part of it, What Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson have built with power, strength, training systems, speed, agility, strength. A lot of these kids are going through it with Ace. I've seen it. They have been a major player in elevating the games of not just football players, but high school athletes in West Michigan. And look, Brett, every list I went through today, every list I went through West Michigan, West Michigan, right there with the east side. Yeah, there's no Bryce Underwood in West Michigan. I get Detroit with 6 million people. But the growth of quality teams and quality players in West Michigan is phenomenal right now. It really is. And kudos to Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, Power Strength Training Systems, their four locations in West Michigan, how they've elevated the games of young men and women boys and girls even, through their Little Beast program to where we are today on signing day 2024. Thanks, Zach Libby from the Wolverine.com, one of their recruiting insiders with On3.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man?
2: Good, Huge. How are you?
1: Good. Uh, so this signing day, uh, compared to December, when Harbaugh was still a coach and Michigan was preparing – For Alabama and the college football playoff, Uh, Sharon Moore still looking for staff. Staff leaving as late as last night, reportedly. Uh, What was today like for Michigan football?
2: It was without drama, which was exactly what you wanted for if you're a Michigan fan or if you're a member of the football team. Um, Michigan had 27 signees in its 2024 recruiting class. 15 four-stars, according to On3.com, um, including a top 100 edge rusher uh, who's run for 40 overall, and Ludark Edipaye from the DMV. So everyone that signed in December has been um, accounted for so far. Um, we're still waiting on one more guide for Michigan to be uh, to announce its official signing. As of right now, we're talking But right now, I think, as I mentioned, without drama, and I think that's what Michigan needed at this point, as you mentioned, so many coaching departures, uncertainty with coaching staffs, um, the loss of Jim Harbaugh. um, You know, you wanted, on the recruiting end, to uh, garner momentum or at least pick things up from what you'd expect to happen on a recruiting trail. After a national championship, and that, when specifically the 2024 recruiting class, not have anyone back out of their NLIs, or national letter of intent. So Michigan comes in with a full recruiting class. They're a group of freshmen who are ready to capitalize on that national title and win more. Um, build on what was ha- build on what happened this past season. So overall, nothing um, nothing bad. But that's a good thing because of what happened these past couple of weeks. Michigan needed
1: this. So off of solidifying uh, the 2024 class, uh, which I think is 13, if I saw in the on three industry rankings, uh, the 2025 class right now sitting around 15. I looked at that before the show today. What about all this change, Zach? Uh, What's your read, uh, both inside Michigan football and outside of it, with Harbaugh gone, with Minner gone, uh, with Elston gone, uh, Jay Harbaugh, you know, with the Seahawks in the NFL, what, what impact uh, the, the lack? I know they're trying to ramp up that NIL program. They've been saying that for a good six, eight months. What about the future moving forward? Not X's and O's, not Sharona's staff, not football. I'm talking uh, the recruiting, uh, the collective, the name, image, and likeness money. Uh, the changes, uh, how will that impact Michigan football?
2: You see, let's start with Sharon Moore first. You see a guy who's ready to prove himself as a leader of a program when it comes to recruiting. During the January contact period, you saw him display an aggressiveness um, by traveling nationwide to see top targets at schools across many states. Um, you saw him interacting with coaches, parents, the kids themselves. Um, he's going to be one that's going to be very involved with recruiting, and I think that's what Michigan needs. Um, a guy who has a likable personality, a, a young, energetic guy, and someone who can roll with the punches and the changes of college football and how that can impact recruiting. Um, Michigan, right before the dead period, hosted a recruiting weekend, the first one, under Sheryl Moore. There wasn't that many compared to other junior days that Michigan would hold in the past or other teams that have done these past couple of weeks, but, um, based on what we've been told by the Wolverine.com Moore has been very, as I mentioned, involved in getting to know these guys off the field, more than just football players. You're going to see Sheryl Moore kind of build relationships that, uh, go beyond just the X's and O's or, um, training or development. Um, their, their personal relationships. And I feel like that's what he brings to the table. As for the 2025 recruiting class, there's three verbal commits right now. Uh, four, two four-stars, including four uh, quarterback Carter Smith out of Fort Myers, um, a top-10 ranked quarterback in the 2025 recruiting class. It's a solid core. Um, you have a three-star tight end in Eli Owens out of Tennessee. You have an in-state defensive lineman in Bobby Kanka. Who's 45 minutes away from Ann Arbor? It's a group that you can build off of in order to um, get a recruiting class that mimics on-field success. So, with the moving forward, you know, as you mentioned, there's a a lot of coaching departures, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Guys that we've talked to, you know, they're disappointed, but they're also happy to see the uh, coaches move on to the professional leagues. But you're going to see a lot of waiting. Um, guy recruits that Michigan previously prioritized, they're going to see who they bring in um, the, the finalized staff see if they can garner relationships with that new core and then move from there um, the, the good news with the departures is that there's a dead period this month in February so no visits from recruits to Ann Arbor and coaches from the Michigan staff can't hit the road and see kids Um, That gives Sheryl Moore and his staff that's currently in place right now time to finalize it. So when spring camp comes up and the visits uh, begin again, um, these recruits know who's in place and they can see for themselves if that's um, a university that they can see themselves attending. Um, You know, off the field stuff in terms of NIL and the collectives, you know, the... The collectives are doing everything they can. It's a very hard-working group of people. Cheryl um, Moore is obviously someone who embraces NIL. Um, we'll see how leadership kind of attacks it moving forward under this new regime. But being a major player in that area will certainly benefit Michigan. Um especially with guys who command market value, especially at skilled positions like quarterback or defensive back or wide receiver, five stars, top 100 kids. You want to bring in those guys who are instant impact players and NIL will help with that. So, and for the immediate right now, we're going to see who they bring in for the assistant coaches and we're going to see how well they do on the recruiting front. once spring camp begins.
1: Zach Libby, uh, following Michigan football, recruiting and more for On3.com. Checking in on the roast Umber Coffee guest sign signing day two. Getting set to wrap up everything you need at On3.com and at the Wolverine.com. Zach, appreciate the update, and we'll talk soon.
2: Appreciate it, Thank you so much.
1: All right, back edge Zach Libby, checking in. Jim Comberoni, SpartanBag.com, the MSU Insider. His thoughts on the 2024 Michigan State recruiting class. That's coming up here in just about 10 minutes. Superfly, we're going to announce the winner of the $1,000 in cash to be able to wager on the Super Bowl, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. Now, if you entered uh, over the last couple of weeks, we will announce that winner here at the end of the show. And thanks for everybody uh, who jumped in by texting DraftKings, one word, uh, 21000. Now, if you have a shout-out, somebody who has signed on uh, for college football 2024, do you have the winner? No, you don't have the winner. You have Jim Comperoni. Sparmeg.com, Superfly. We can't, we're not announcing the winner till like 5.50. Comp likes things in order. Uh, he's standing by from East Lansing. And Comp, there seems to be a pretty good vibe out of everybody I've talked to from MSU and East Lansing on and off air today that considering where this football program was with Mel Tucker early in the fall to where it is right now with Coach Smith, uh, the Spartan faithful, uh, they have some hope.
3: I think there's more practicality more uh, down-to-earth, old-school, uh, tried-and-true ways of going about things to put together a roster, um, evaluation, player development, those type of things. Nothing against Mel Tucker. I mean, he 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 swung for the fences as a recruiter. He had some uh, noble intentions in terms of going after four and five stars nationwide, but there's only so much of that you can do until and unless you get a program really established year after year after year. They had a lot of good visitors back then. Uh, the, the, uh, the signing rate was not great. But it was pretty good. You know, the roster's okay. But now, you know, Jonathan Smith coming in, you know, with three weeks to put, a, put together a request, you can't go after four stars. There's not many of those available. They, they did manage to hang on to Nick Marsh, best receiver in the state of Michigan from River Rouge, good player, good prospect. Um, other than that, you know, it reminds me of D'Antonio's first recruiting class. A lot of guys that they could hang on to that were previously committed, and they brought in you know three, uh, three or four commitments from Oregon State and others that they had that they um, had had contact with, and they managed, in my opinion, to to salvage a solid class. Not a top twenty-five class, not a top twenty class, but I don't think this group of incoming players is going to be. I don't think there's going going to be a hole in the program from 2024 in terms of uh, putting players back into the roster. I think they salvaged a pretty good group, including the the players they got from the transfer portal, and they signed two more today, late signing day.
1: Yeah, I agree with you that what looked like would be just a horrific year one where you're going to write it off and just hope young guys get experience and Coach Smith you know, makes relationships happen. They grow it. I I think they just between the transfer portal and this recruiting class, I I believe they'll have a shot at a bowl game. I know the Big Ten is just going nuclear with Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA. But I I am really impressed with what Coach Smith has done since he was named head coach.
3: Really, I am hearing some good things internally from from players, and actually, you know, from parents and some players about uh, the reaction of players. During winter conditioning, and, and they say they like it, like the approach I described it as being a very pragmatic approach, back to basics, you know, blocking and tackling. Um, I, I think that there's going to be a better accountability, better attention to detail, all those things that Mel Tucker used to talk about. But I, I think it's going to be more in practice and practicality now because you got a you got a you got a coach and a staff that really took Oregon State and made them a top 15 program two years ago, and they were top 20 this year. You know they. They 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 uh, took Washington right down to the last couple minutes, and at Oregon State, it's hard to put together a good a good program, and they did it. Now they're at Michigan State, and they feel like they've got better resources at Michigan State now, and uh, they're they're excited about it. Now, Michigan State this recruiting class, for what it's worth, after these two additions today, ranked number forty three in the country. That may not sound great, but when he was hired, I said if they can have a top fifty class, that would be salvaging a good year. Top forty five. You know, I think I heard Syracuse last year had a top 50 class. It was Syracuse's first top 50 class in like 12 years. It's, it, it might not sound like that great if you follow Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Penn State, but you want to stay out of having a recruiting class rank in the 60s. And I've seen a few of those over the years. Getting something in number 43, of course that doesn't mean they're the number 43 class. It means they're in that, that category. Um, over the years I've said, and I've said it when Michigan State had top 25 classes, to me, a top 10 class means something. A top 20 class means something. Top 25 means something. Anything from 26 to 45, in my opinion, I can't tell the difference between 26 and 45. Just like when you look at the top 25 in the rankings during the season, you'll see the top 25 teams, and then you'll see all you know, those others, others receiving votes. Those other receiving votes, they're all about the same. They're having a pretty good season. They're on the map. That's kind of where Michigan State landed with this recruit class, and I think they salvaged a pretty good one. So, uh, like I've said before, Jonathan Smith, to me, right now I don't think he's hitting grand slams. He's hitting singles, hitting singles, driving in runs. That's what Michigan State needs to do right now.
1: You can follow everything in regards to Coach Smith, Spartan football, and the 2024 recruiting class, even looking ahead to 2025, SpartanMeg.com. That is SpartanMeg.com. Appreciate the update. Thanks a lot, Bill. Have a great day. All right, Jim Comberoni joining us on signing day two. EJ Holland, the recruiting insider for the Wolverine.com. and our next segment, also, end of the hour, Carolyn Ault. She is with the West Michigan Golf Show. It opens up Friday, runs through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Snow's melting, thinking golf. We're in the February. Uh, it's one of the best golf shows. Around, I'll be broadcasting live on Friday, 3 until 6. And if you're coming to the golf show, make sure you take a swing at the long drive simulator where whoever records the drive that beats me, the longest one, the longest drive that beats me, I'll take my swings around 2.30, 2.45 on Friday. You'll have through Sunday the longest drive will win a Taco Tuesday package from the Telemore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. That will include an overnight stay, for 4 36 holes at Telemore, 36 holes at St. Ives, and a Taco Tuesday dinner. So make sure when you come to the golf show this weekend at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids, you take a swing at my long drive. What was that, like 242 last year? I think it was 242. Someone went like 3 someone go 3.36 last year? Was it Cal Doyle? Might have been. Like 3.36 or 3.26. So it's free to take part. Look for the long drive simulator and good luck. And you can win that Taco Tuesday package from Matt Golden, my good friend, at the Tullymore Golf Resort. Tullymore uh, will have a booth set up there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the golf show at DeVos Place. In downtown GR, it's happening this weekend.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
1: It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and 3 It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning. Only at
2: Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com The Michigan Wolverines are in big trouble. Another game over the weekend, which they led at halftime, only to watch it dwindle away into a loss. Up nine points at the break at home to Rutgers, 39 to 30. The Maize and Blue watched another lead get blown away, dropping the second frame 39 to 20. Terrace Jr. had 12 points, 15 rebounds, and 5 blocks. Olivier Kamloff finished with 14-6, but 19 turnovers, which turned into 19 points for the Scarlet Knights, proved to be too much. Michigan is now 7-15 overall, 2-9 in the Big Ten, which is last place in the conference, and a staggering 1-10 in their last 11 games. The Mains and Blue are in real danger of posting their worst season since 07-08, and John Beeline's first year was a disastrous 10-22.
1: Up next is Wisconsin, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on BTN. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys In different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at FlyingAspirits.com, Or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. There's a new player in town. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real-money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet just
3: like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made
1: in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show
1: on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Signing day two when it comes to college football. We've been going across the state. Talking about some of the D2 signees, Juco, players, Upper Peninsula to the lower end. You're seeing the rise, especially on the west side of the state, of quality football talent at the high school level. It really, I've been here 22 years, back home 22 years, and it is, it is going big time. Speaking of talent and big time, let's talk about Michigan football, their 2024 recruiting class. The changes now with coaches coming and going and also looking ahead for the Wolverines. E.J. Holland is the football recruiting insider for the TheWolverine.com. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, E.J. Hey,
4: thanks for having me.
1: All right, uh, what do you like about this class? I know a few names uh, were announced today, uh, but the total 2024 package and impact players you see down the road.
4: Yeah, I mean, starting off on offense, uh, I think Michigan found their running back of the future in Jordan Marshall. He's the highest ranked of the Michigan signees in 2024. He's the only industry top 100 recruit In this class, you know, I thought he was a massive land out of the state of Ohio for Michigan to go into enemy territory and beat out Ohio State for Marshall was a huge, huge win, obviously the best of the class. Uh, And, you know, as, as a player, he's tremendous as well. He fits Michigan extremely well. He's a guy that's really tough between the tackles. He has some, you know, agility to his game as well I thought he improved his speed pretty well from junior to senior year his track times improved and he showed some ability as a pass catcher too so you know getting Jordan Marshall is is really big for Michigan because you know after Donovan Edwards leaves next year I think the backfield is wide open for Jordan Marshall to come in and start you know as a whether it's a redshirt freshman or a sophomore I think he'll get some time right away once he arrives on campus um, you know this season but I think you know his second year at Michigan he's going to be asked to be that featured back to be the guy and I can see him having a you know Blake Corum type of career at Michigan and you know Sharon Moore before he was promoted to head coach. Did a great job of getting some offensive linemen in. You know, I really like the offensive line group. You have a great true center coming in in Jake Guinera. You have a towering tackle in Andrew Sprague, who's a top 150 recruit. And you have Blake Frazier, who's another, you know, top two hundred recruit, uh, son of Steve Frazier. So he's a legacy legacy understands the culture and what it means to be a michigan wolverine and he's just a really good player too he's the best of the offensive signees that i saw live in the fall he's you know a physical uh blocker he's a guy that's really comfortable and pass pro he's technically sound and so with frazier you have a guy that can start off in the interior and kick out to tackle um just a really versatile offensive lineman, you know, defensively, the thing that stands out is just the upside Michigan kind of, you know, tried to hit big here. They took a lot of guys that were high upside, low four type of guys, so they can boom or they can bust. But Michigan obviously has a great track record of development, Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what defensive coaches come in and if Justin Tresk can replicate some of the success that Ben Herbert has as the leader of the strength and conditioning program. But there are a lot of high upside guys here. Uh, you look at the edge room with Dominic Nichols, Devin Baxter and Luger, at a pie. Those are three guys that, you know, should fans should be really excited about all four star guys. You know, you look at the, some of the linebackers, um, Jaden Smith, Cole Sullivan, Mason Curtis, all those guys can play multiple positions, you know, in Michigan's defensive scheme assuming they keep a similar uh, defensive scheme, I think that those guys, you know, have a lot of position versatility and you know are just kind of defensive athletes if you will. So, you know, a ton of high upside prospects in this class. Even at corner, you have Josiah Edmond who is one of the biggest Risers in the rankings out of Indiana, he's a guy that, you know, is now at number 101 for on three, so just outside of the top 100. Overall, the defense doesn't have any top 100 guys, but, you know, there's a great mix of, you know, between 100 and 300. There's a lot of quality guys Ranked in that area that Michigan is bringing in, along with some diamonds in the rough, you know, especially along the defensive line, three stars like Owen Wafel out of New Jersey and David Poly Poly out of Pennsylvania are some of my personal favorites. So you know, I think Michigan has always done a really good job of evaluating and developing. and I think this is a class that has the upside on the defensive side of the ball to continue that trend if the new staff can, you know, kind of replicate what the the old staff was able to do.
1: EJ, before I let you go, uh, your personal thoughts on Harbaugh leaving Minner, uh Elston, uh, Jay Harbaugh gone with the new names that uh, have been named, uh, with a name like Mike Hart still out there in limbo. Uh, any effect, short-term, long-term, on Michigan recruiting? What do you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's tough to lose Jim Harbaugh. He's a living legend, but I think Sharon Moore is going to be extremely aggressive on the recruiting trail. He's a guy that connects really well with kids and parents. He he impressed on his first visit weekend. This past weekend, he was on the road all over the place. I mean, he was super active in Florida, Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, North Carolina. Like he, He traveled across the country. He's going to be very present. I think some of the guys that you know, have been retained, like Grant Newsome, is a very effective recruiter. Um, you know, Ron Bellamy has a lot of connections in the South, and, you know, he's a guy that's going to be really active all the time. If they're able to keep Steve Klingskill, you know, he's done a tremendous job as well, especially with the Michigan movement in Ohio. Um, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see who they bring in on the defensive side of the ball. All those guys they lost. Mike Elson was the recruiting coordinator on staff. Jesse Minter, you know, loved recruiting as a defensive coordinator. Jay Harbaugh was a terrific evaluator of talent. You know, it's just going to be tough to replace some of those guys on defense. That's that's kind of what worries me the most is, is how uh, Michigan will recruit on the defensive side of the ball, especially when you look at the 2025 class nationally. Um, corner is a is a big need, and it's a really strong year at that position. Linebacker is a is a need. It's a really strong year at that position. so I'm just interested to see who they you know fill the void with on the defensive side.
1: EJ. Holland, he is the recruiting insider for the Wolverine checking in on the roast umber coffee guest sign signing day two almost uh, complete all across this country. Uh, Thank you so much, EJ. Always appreciate your input.
4: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: All right, EJ Holland checking in. Uh, We do have one final segment coming up. We'll hear from Carolyn Alt from the West Michigan Golf Show that opens up on Friday at DeVos Place and runs through Sunday. If you're a golfer, you need to check it out. Also, look for the long range. Not long range. It would be the long drive simulator. And if you can beat my long drive, which I'll post uh, before my live broadcast Friday at 3 for the golf show, you could win that Taco Tuesday overnight stay for four and 36 holes of golf and a taco dinner courtesy of Matt Golden and the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They'll have a booth set up at the golf show where you can find out about some great deals, packages, stay and play, weddings, events, and more. One final segment is straight ahead
4: huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot Get ready for a fantastic
3: season of golf At the West Michigan Golf Show Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the hole-out challenge, closest to pin contest, and $10,000 long putt Junior golfers get in free and play the family fun zone The Golf Show, coming February 9-11 to DeVos Place Grand Rapids Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com
1: Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, three until six, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan. Golf Show in downtown GR. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring
3: Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two Lucky Access Club members will escape the Winter Blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit Soaring
1: EagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge chair for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at
0: PurpleCommunity.org
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Superfly Hayes, producer extraordinaire. We hope we get the winner of the $1,000 in the next 10 minutes or so, but there's paperwork, everything we have to do with the name drawn, so we may not announce it until tomorrow at 3. I'm just laughing at Brett. We got thousands of entries. And we do the number generator, and he has picked like 200 people that were already customers. So there are the rules stated in there. So, you'll figure it out, man. Just, uh you can sleep here. Finish it. Uh, we go on air tomorrow at 3, okay? Yeah. Just do that, Brett. You'll be okay. I mentioned uh, it really is kind of like the kickoff party for golf in the state of Michigan. The West Michigan uh, Golf Show is happening this weekend, Friday through Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown GR. I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday, 3 until 6. If you're a golfer, they have everything and more for you this weekend. You can stop by uh, the long drive simulator, take a swing to beat my drive that will be posted before 3 on Friday. You can win that Taco Tuesday overnight Package, one night, 36 holes of golf, a taco dinner for four, courtesy of Matt Golden and the team at the Telemore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. And Carolyn, all with the West Michigan Golf Show, joins us. How are you doing, Carolyn?
0: I'm doing well. I'm thinking I don't, I'd like a Taco Tuesday uh, prize, but I don't think I'm eligible. And I don't think I could be your huge drive either.
1: No, I think somebody last year was like 3.30. It was some crazy number. My. I think I was like 2.41 <laughs> and... Somebody was like 3, is it 3.26 or 3.36? I remember uh, what the winner was. So they can stop by, do that for free, long drive uh, simulator. You'll see it at the golf show. Uh, What's new this year at the golf show, Carolyn?
0: You know, we've got a new layout. When folks walk in the door, it's going to look a little different. Um, Different floor plan, and we've got somewhere between twenty five and thirty new uh, vendors new exhibitors that are part of the show um, you know we're always mixing it up and of course we rely on our equipment dealers to bring you what's new and in all the equipment uh, for you to buy so um, if you're a golfer or if you think you want to become a golfer there's no uh there's no other place you should be this weekend uh, than the golf show
1: yeah West Michigan Golf show Friday through Sunday at DeVos place in downtown. Uh, G.R. I'll be there live Friday uh, 3 until uh, 6. So you got everything for somebody listening across the state who's never been to the West Michigan Golf Show. You got the equipment, latest and greatest, great deals. Uh, You have courses and resorts uh, represented, getaways uh, and more. Everything connected to the game of golf uh, this Friday, Saturday and Sunday at DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids.
0: It's true. And, um, it, you know, if you've, if you've never been, okay, you're crazy, but you got to come down and you got to see it. Cause you're right. I mean, you can do everything. I love when you talk about the, like from the equipment side, there's the newest equipment and there's deals. Now there might not be the best deals on the newest equipment, but you get to pick what's your game. My game does not require the newest equipment. My game requires a good deal. <laughs> so I'm going to find that down at the golf show. But if what you want is the latest in drivers, uh, wedges, putter technology, that's also all going to be down there. And then you can talk to dozens and dozens of golf courses and the best resorts in Michigan and book some great tee times, some great opportunities to get out and play the game. There's instructors. So if you need lessons, if you need to improve your game, like maybe that's what I should be spending my money on. We got all of that, too.
1: West Michigan Golf Show Friday through Sunday this weekend at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Carolyn, I'll see you on Friday.
0: I can't wait to see you then.
1: All right, Carolyn, all good people connected to the West Michigan Golf Show. Mark Wilson's going to join me from the Ferris State uh, University PGA Management Golf Program, and we'll talk golf, and Tiger Woods is going to be back at the Genesis. You have the Live Tour Conversation. Hottest new names, Mark Wilson talking golf with me, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, all happening Friday 3 until 6 when the huge show is broadcasting statewide from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR at DeVos Place. And make sure you take a few swings on the long drive simulator. Beat my long drive. You could win that overnight. Stay for four, 36 holes of golf and a taco Tuesday night dinner for Matt Golden and his team. At the Telemore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. All right, a few shout outs I want to leave you with on college football and college sports signing day two. Uh, Jeffrey Curtis wants to give some love to Evan Curtis from Fowler High School, committed and signed today to play at Grand Valley State University. Daniel Warner, some huge love to Mia Warner, Bay City Western High School, signed to play women's soccer at Delta College. Uh, Greg Swanson, Landon Swanson from Charlevoix, signed with CMU. Uh, congrats to the Swanson family. And also uh, T.J. Uh, Tuka Kelly, an old teammate of my daughter's. Uh, Taryn Kelly has committed to play women's soccer at Concord University in West Virginia. And she's coming back from uh knee injury. And good luck to Taryn. Always a spark plug back in the day. Playing soccer. Thanks to everybody uh, for the shout outs. We were able to give a lot of love statewide today. It's a big, big moment uh, for young men and women and those families, and also the schools that will welcome them in. And I'm really, really honored to call West Michigan home and look at the growth of college athletes coming out of West Michigan high schools. It's phenomenal. And I give Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson, and the crew. At Power Strength Training Systems, a lot of love for the speed, agility, and strength they're bringing to athletes here in West Michigan. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.